0: Hello, everybody! All right, first off, r- well, first off, welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. My name is Chloe. I'm your host. What's up? Hope you guys are doing good. Hope it's a good day. It's currently raining outside and it looks kind of gross, but it's okay. We're gonna just pretend the sun is shining. I did not upload last week and I missed you guys. I missed this, honestly. I just didn't have, honestly, okay, the last few weeks have been very busy and very chaotic. Lots like, good things, but also just, like, you know, life, but I did not, I, I had an episode planned, but I did not like how it turned out, because it was, it felt rushed and I was just kind of uploading to upload. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put out something that I'm not really proud of. So took that week off and it was also my birthday last Friday. So took the day off, I guess, but, oh wait, no shit. I, it was a Saturday, not a Friday. So I guess I took the day before off, but anyway, enough about that. I'm going to be talking about a little bit of everything today. I'm going to be talking about my you know, 19 years on this earth. I'm going to be talking about what I've learned and what I've come to find. And I'm going to be talking about how COVID has, you know, affected me and everybody around me and like what I've observed and I'm going to just be talking about like growth and all that type of stuff. It's a big reflection episode. So I'm going to be talking about some personal experiences, but I'm also going to be talking about some other experiences that I think most people can relate to in some way or another. So before we do get into today's main topic, I want to share what I learned today because on this episode, or no, not on this episode, on this podcast in general, but especially in this episode, I love to emphasize the importance of mindfulness. I'm a spin instructor and I say to my classes as well, I'm like, just try to be in this moment because you could be looking, you know, thinking about like the future. You could be thinking about the past and like, you know, just kind of worrying about like what's going to happen next. And you could be right in the middle of what you used to look forward to, you know, like you could be right in the middle of... I mean, you're right in the middle of your present, you know? Like, you're not going to get that time back. What you have is this very moment. Nothing after this is guaranteed. So take advantage of the time that you have and try to be mindful. Try to be present for it. Try to be aware of what's going on around you. And I know it is a lot easier said than done. And it's hard to be mindful all the time, but the more you practice and the more you become aware of it, the easier and more natural it'll come. So what I learned today is that you have to... Okay, I did not know this. And I'm not going to share how I figured this out. But you, apparently, in the state of Maryland, you have 30 days to update, you know, like, get a new one, your driver's license, if there's any changes like, you know, moving or... I don't know. I feel like that's the only, is that the only thing like moving or I guess like, I I mean, if your name changes, like something like that, but you have 30 days to update the license. And I did not, <laughs> the license I have right now is, has my old address on it. And I've been li- living in my new address for well over a year. So, Yeah. Let's just say I figured that out the hard way, okay? All right. So, yeah, I did not know that. And a lot of people that I talked to about this didn't know this either. Like, they were like, what? Like, I didn't even know that. And I was like, see, exactly. Like, I had no idea. But it's okay. You learn something new every day, you know? So, also, with that being said, yes, that's, like, useful, but, like, you could be learning something that's really not that useful to you. You could be learning something that could be useful to you later on in life and you don't even know it yet. And that's why it's so important to be mindful because sometimes I'll be like, you know, doing something and I notice something like maybe I learn a new word or I learn a new concept and then I'll find literally the next day or two days or like maybe like a few hours later – I hear that word used or I hear that concept like spoken about. And I'm just like, whoa, like I just learned about that. Like I know that like and then you're able to understand and, you know, like whether it's a conversation, you're able to participate in it a little bit more or whatever. But yeah, the point of this, you learn something new every day, whether you realize it or not, whether it's important, quote unquote, important or not, you learn something every day. All right, let's get into the main topic. Again, a little bit of everything. So I'm just going to start with March of 2020. We're going to take it back to last year. I hit one year of teaching my cycle classes, okay? So I hit one year of teaching spin. I hit one year of being a spin instructor. And this for me was a pretty you know, like exciting milestone because I became an instructor just before I turned 17. So I was still 16. A lot of people would, you know, like not fully support or, tr- you know, like try to build my confidence. They would just kind of want to, you know, tear it down, but I didn't let that get to me. I didn't let that stop me. And I was really proud of myself. And I was just really excited for the improvement that I could make in the next year to come of teaching. And I had no idea what was in store, but I'll get into how much I learned about being an instructor this past year. But that was really exciting. And yeah, I I was just really excited for, you know, multiple years to come. I so so I was about to turn 18. I hit that one year about to turn 18. This is on March 12th when I hit like my one year of teaching. On March 16th, I remember I worked the front desk in the morning at Cycle Fit at the studio that I work at. I was working the front desk, and you know, COVID's like unraveling, it's getting closer. People are we're you know, like people are talking about it, but like it's not like we're wearing masks, it's not like you know, nothing nothing like that had happened yet. I remember I left work, and I was going to get a tattoo. I This was my second, like, professional tattoo. And the first one, like, I had to get my mom to come with me because, you know, I was 17. And yes, I this was four days before I turned 18, but I was supposed to have an appointment, like, the day before, and then he had to, like, move it, so... It's four days. It doesn't really do anything. But anyway, I was driving to get a tattoo. And that is when I got the notification. That's when I got the text. That's when I got this message that CycleFit would be closing for two weeks. I started crying so hard in the car. I, like, broke down. Like, I, I full-on... Was spiraling. And yes, I was worried financially. I, you know, like that's my form of income. But spin is what keeps me sane. Spin is literally like the love of my life. I love what I do. I love meeting people and being able to have some type of impact on them. And you know, like what, whatever it is that I'm able to do, I like being able to help people one way or another. Whether it be, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, I want to be able to help them in some way. And with spin, I feel like you can reach people in so many different ways. And it's something that, if if you if you, that if you haven't done spin, you won't really understand that because it's an experience. Cycling classes are an experience, okay? And I'm not talking about like like, lifetime cycle classes. I'm talking about, like, lights are off, lights, like, LED lights are on, like, you know, music is loud, microphones is loud, like, that type of stuff. So I got very scared, and I got very depressed very fast. My anxiety was through the roof. I was panicked, and I also just Like, my anxiety was so bad because... And I know a lot of people also went through this. But, like, that's what I did. You know, that was my job. That's what I spent my time doing. And even if I wasn't working, I was going and working out and taking a class. And just being with that community. Because I loved everybody. I loved that team so much. Or, I still love them. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I loved them. uh, But not anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I love that place. Anyway. I so that was the 16th and friday the 20th was my birthday so i turned 18 and i had some plans you know i was gonna get i was gonna go downtown and i was gonna go to a sushi place with my friend and i was going to go to the club with my friend at the time and i was just gonna have you know a pretty typical 18th birthday that you would expect And that still hasn't happened. (laughs) Uh, You know, she was like, oh, like, we'll do it in two weeks. You know, like, we'll do it. Like, we'll don't worry. Like, we'll get to it. And we didn't get to it. I'll tell you that. But yeah, that was that was kind of hard. Like just it happening like right then, because that was immediately when things shut down. So everybody was like, like really inside and like confused and panicked and you know everybody was just kind of like what the fuck's going on and you know it was it was scary like i'm not the only one i'm not saying like my anxiety was through the roof but like so is everybody else's so i became you know an adult a legal adult or whatever and so that was kind of cool i guess because i feel like i've been an adult for a while in some, you know, maturity level instances, but I couldn't, like, I, like, just, you know, I, it wasn't, I wasn't really treated like one all the time, so I don't know why 18, like, made me feel more, like, I guess, like, worthy or deserving of like respect from adults, but I don't know. I think I think people should I think adults should respect children. I think children should respect adults um unless, you know, unless either is given a reason not to. Anyway. So with COVID, I already have OCD, right? I have struggled with OCD my entire life and as like, I be, I don't even remember how old I was because I was so young, but I have been in therapy for as long as I can remember. And the first thing that I like really went for was that OCD. And so that's been like a known thing that I deal with. And it's so much better than what it's been in the past. And like right now it's manageable. I, you know, I can still function in my day-to-day life. Yes, sometimes it affects me in some ways, but it's not to the point where it's, like, debilitating. With OCD, it's tied into anxiety, right? And my anxiety, like I said, was very, very heightened. This past year, I don't think I've ever experienced such intense anxiety ever until this past year. So it's been, and like, I can feel it. I can feel my stomach turning. I can feel, you know, like my mind racing. I can feel, you know, like how tired I am yet. My mind is wide awake. I can feel like the uncertainty, like, you know, it, it physically and just in every aspect of your life, it affects you. So I've always been like a germaphobe and the OCD would tie into it. I would be washing my hands nonstop. Like my hands would be crackling, bleeding, like no other. It looks like it was winter time. Even if it was freaking summer, spring, whatever, it looked like it was like cold as heck outside. And like I didn't wear gloves and walked outside for an hour. Like that's how my hands looked because I washed them all the time. Anything that I touched... Wash my hands. So imagine me at school. I was not happy in middle school because I was such a germaphobe. And everybody just seemed to not understand germs. And that drove me freaking nuts. Like, if I wanted to get a cheese it from my friend that had some in their lunch, and I was like, hey, can I have one? And they, like, handed it to me, I would not eat it. I would be like, yeah, never mind. Because they touched it. I don't care if they washed their hands before they touched it. They probably touched their hair and they've touched their hair after touching, you know, their locker and like their books. And so, and like that has germs on them. And like, like I thought about everything. If I was making a sandwich, say I'm making a freaking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I wash my hands. I get the bread. I get the peanut butter. I get the jelly. I unscrew the lids. I open the bag. I wash my hands again. Then I can take the bread out and I make sure to don't touch, I don't touch anything else in between this. I take the bread out. I would either use a paper towel to hold the jars while I was scooping whatever out and like spreading it. I would either hold the jars with a paper towel wrapped around it so I wouldn't touch the jar or I would have to wash my hands again if I touched the jar. And that's just one thing, so me making a sandwich. I am so much better now, like that could take me like two minutes, but before that'd take me ten minutes because of that whole process every I'm not eat like every little freaking thing. it was really awful, it was really sad, honestly, and I was terrified, you know, like it was it was hard, like and then say I'm like going to eat it, and then I'm like, wait, like, let me get." I don't know, like, something else. And I open, like, a cupboard or something to grab something quickly. Like, a say I'm getting a plate and I open the cupboard and I, like, take the handle. That's – I need to wash my hands again because I just touched the handle. And everybody in my family touches that handle. And, you know, they could be coming home from school and touching that handle. And, like, it was so bad. And I would change my clothes immediately when I got home. And I, like, would not sit on my bed. I would not – let my siblings sit on, like, if my sister came in my room after school and was like, hey, like, and she tried to sit on my, "Uh uh-uh. If my mom or dad came home, tried to give me a hug, "Uh uh-uh. You guys were just in your school clothes. I'm not touching that. I'm going to get sick. And that was the overall fear, like, that I'd get sick. So uh, that was a lot longer than I expected. But I really want to, like, get across how extreme it was. And that's just one thing. Like, uh, hand washing wasn't my only thing okay it there was a lot I do have an episode all about my OCD stuff so go check that out if you want to but where I was going with this is my OCD was amplified a lot so the hand washing began a little bit more nowhere near where it was but it definitely picked back up again and the other thing that blew my mind was how many people started to like Be like, oh, like, I'm going to open the door like this, like with my arm or like, I'm going to I'm going to cover it with my sleeve first and then I'm going to open the door handle or like I'm going to. I don't know, like I'm going to wipe down my cup, like my water bottle, like after being at the gym or whatever, like I already thought about all that. I've been doing all this shit. I think about everything and what it has touched and what is, you know, like what's everything has touched before I do. So, hearing people, like, starting to do that and then, like, realizing it, I, I I don't know. It was kind of cool to be like, yeah, (laughs) like, no shit, like, I've been doing this, you know, and, like, touching elevator buttons. I would always use my elbow, like, or my foot even. I would, like, put my foot up and, like, stomp on it or whatever, but I would never touch it. And I don't know. I just, I thought that was kind of interesting because so many people are starting to like be aware of how like gross things can actually be and i was just like you know i've been there like that was me so the other thing though is like imagine how amplified people that already were very fearful of getting sick and you know like having that paranoia like that that was so amplified and it was scary it was it was really hard and i would try to cover it up but you know, you can only, you can only fake it so much. So everybody began, began to do things that, you know, were normal to me and second nature to me. The other thing I noticed is people were going outside, people were walking around, people were driving less, like, people were spending less on money on gas and random shit that they just would go out to, like, like, so many people just go to Target for no reason and just buy things for no reason because they're bored like think about all the money that was saved on the gas and like the random shit that people like didn't need granted yes there's other things that people would then have to spend money on like maybe they'd spend more on I don't know cleaning supplies or whatever but you know what I'm saying people spent more time with family and time alone and more time facetiming people and like Connecting, And the thing is, like, with this whole online communication thing, like, if you didn't already talk to someone pretty, like, on a normal basis, like, if you only saw them in person, like, and it was more of, like, a friendly acquaintance type situation, you're not going to be talking to them. You're going to probably forget about them because you guys, it's not like you guys are going to sit and FaceTime. So... Unless you try to become closer, all the people that aren't already close to you probably kind of like fell off a little bit. And not even in like a bad way, but like you don't have time to FaceTime everybody for a whole hour like every day. You know what I mean? So it was kind of weird because I was able to have more genuine and authentic conversations and like interactions with people, but I also feel like I like, I don't know, like anyone who I consider like a friend, like I just kind of, you know, we, we, we don't talk, you know, we don't talk anymore and it's okay. You know, like not everything's supposed to last forever, but some things just like kind of fade out. And I feel like that happened with COVID. You either your relationship either grew stronger or it grew apart and i noticed that in a lot of different aspects like my 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 coworkers i got so much closer because we went through something that was so unknown and like so unexplored and so just, you know, not familiar. Um, and it was, I don't know, it just, it brings you together when you're with people going through something that's scary and all you really know is that you have each other. It's scary, but it's a beautiful thing. Huh. Oh my goodness. All right. So let's reflect a little bit. So I grew in this past year in a variety of aspects. Okay. Like I learned to teach to a camera, At CycleFit, I had no idea how to teach to a camera. Do you know how awkward that is? You in a room by yourself teaching to nobody, creating your own energy. You can't feed off of the energy of other people. You have to create it. You have to be loud. You have to be engaging, even though there's nobody there. You have to be like, yeah, like, you got it, blah, 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 like you know like I'm not just saying that like that that's you know pretty bad example but like you know what I mean like it's not like you it's not like they're in person you can be like yes like look at you like doing those bicep curls or whatever like no you can't do that like you don't see them you don't know so you have to kind of figure out a way to keep them engaged but like also be able to apply to everybody who might be taking your class you know what I mean And talking to a camera, one, is just something that not everybody is really comfortable with. Like, it's weird. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. And we also would teach, like, with, like, one or two instructors taking the class, like, just to come and work out and get out of the house, like, while we were filming or live streaming a class. But it still was, like, nobody is there. Like, it was just, like, one person. That's so awkward. (laughs) It's so awkward. But over time slowly I got more used to it and I really found my voice with teaching I like found my confidence because there came a point where I was like all right like this is my class I'm gonna have fun with it like I'm gonna just kind of be me and I was able to in like I was able to combine my teaching with my personality a little bit more and I'm someone who I like I love humor I love sarcasm I love you know dry humor and i love just like motivational things that really get to people i i really hate like cliche sayings and i really don't like like just i I don't know i like to be able to say things in my own words that's what i'm trying to say i like to be able to put things in my own way right? I like to be able to do things my own style. So I was able to explore that and not have people like directly in front of me, like seeing their facial expressions, seeing how they're reacting to whatever. Like I was, I just put out stuff that I was proud of and that I liked. And then when people were able to start coming back in again, it was awesome. It was amazing. It felt so good and I felt so confident because one I was excited as hell, but two, like I just, you know, I I I'd like found my voice and I had really like yes, I had been teaching for a year and I do think I I obviously grew a lot in that year, but teaching to a camera it it's it really taught me a lot and I don't exactly know how to explain it, but it helped me so much, And I'm able to now make eye contact with everybody in class. I'm able to, you know, mess up and just be able to carry on like it's nothing. Like I'm able to laugh about it. I'm able to make a joke. Like I'll be like, you know, if I mess up a combo, I'm like, oops, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like stuff like that. And I see people laugh and it, it's, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want for my class. I want people to be able to feel like it's real and it's authentic because it is like I'm right there with you. I'm right there next to you. So I grew a lot as an instructor. I also woke up spiritually and I haven't talked a lot about spirituality whoa, Spirituality in a little bit on this podcast, but I do have some ideas I want to talk about, but I'm just not exactly sure how I want to put them yet. So stay tuned for all that, but just know that I, this past year has been wild for me in the sense of my eyes my eyes opening (laughs) my eyes my third eye has been opened that's all I gotta say I I don't know I I I don't even know what to say I woke up let's just say that I I've learned a lot about spirituality and you know I've been meditating more I've been manifesting I've been you know trying I've just been trying to implement this in my day-to-day life because it makes it better whether it's all true or not whether you believe in it or not I think some people just need to believe in something because they can't bear not to and waking up kind of I mean I don't want to get too into it because I will talk for a long time but waking up is very relieving in some ways like it kind of makes you be like like you can breathe and you're like okay like I like like the world is going to carry on like if I if I mess up this one thing if I can't do this one thing if I don't get this one job like if I don't do the world is going to keep turning and it's not the end of the world you know like it's not that serious But with that being said, it's very easy. I've heard a lot of people who like once they wake up, it's easy for them to just kind of be like, okay, nothing matters. What's the point in all this? You know, fuck this. Like we're all just, what are we doing here? You know, and it's hard, especially for, you know, people like myself who struggle with mental health already. It's very hard. Because I spend a lot of time, and what I said earlier, a lot of people started to spend time alone because they would be just at home. And you can only spend so much time with your family, so you're probably sitting in your room alone a lot with your own thoughts, with your own presence. And that can be very scary sometimes. And if you have too much alone time and if you have too much overthinking time, it can get deep and it can get messy and you won't even realize it till it's like too late. So that's been, it's, I'm trying to find that balance between, you know, remembering that life isn't, you know, just based on like what you do, but it's also not, how am I trying to say this? Like basically I'm, tr- okay. For me right now, I'm trying to find that balance between, cause I, I'm like an extreme person in the sense of like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all out, right? If I, same goes for my mood though. If I am motivated and I am excited and I am inspired, I am going all out. I am having a productive day. I am getting everything done. I am motivating others by, I mean, I'm trying to at least, but like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to build other people up. I'm trying to hype my friends up. I'm trying to be a great friend. I'm trying to be a great sister, a great daughter, a great instructor, a great whatever. So that can be good, but it can also be too much because I'll get overwhelmed and I'll focus too much on the future and like work and like, you know, like what my future holds, blah, blah, blah. However, if I'm not at that extreme, I'm probably trying to find that inspiration, even if it's just a little sliver of it, because I have none. And when my brain is not, you know, being so nice to me and it's not, you know, like if I just, I can't, I can't really feel much. I can't f- I can't do much, I don't have that energy, it gets really dark, and, you know, I'll, like, not be responding to my friends, I, it it takes so I don't know how to explain it, but responding can feel like such a big task when you aren't feeling, you know, yourself, and, So that's hard. And then, you know, like, they are probably like, why aren't you answering? And then it's like, oh, I'm a shitty friend. And, you know, it's like a vicious cycle. And, like, maybe I won't be hanging out with my siblings as much. And then they're like, where are you? And it's like, I'm a shitty sister. And, like, it's, it's hard. And then when you're spending that much time alone and you don't have someone else to be like, no, you're not. Like, you're just going through something. Like, you're just, like, it's okay to feel like this. It's easy to spiral, like, even more when you don't have that, when you don't have another view. So that's why waking up helped a lot, like, getting that perspective and being able to look at things in that way and being able to remember that things are not necessarily good or bad, but they are just existing. Everything is simply existing. It's us that puts meaning to everything. But... That's also really hard when you're in that state of mind and you remember, oh, like, the world's going to keep turning if I don't, like, th- this is dark, but, like, it- the world's going to keep turning if I, like, don't wake up tomorrow. You know what I mean? It, it, I mean, I. it's not right, but it. it's where your mind can go. And when you look at this world as, like, you know, a simulation or, you know, just if you wake up and you are not in a good headspace, like it's easy to go one way or the other, you know, like I feel like it's easy to fall into like an even darker hole because you could be like, okay, then what are we doing here? Like, what is the point of all this? So yeah, that's something that I've learned and observed and I'm working on that. I'm trying to find that balance, but I, I do want to say that I'm doing a lot better than I was this past few months because the sun is starting to come out and the weather's getting a little bit warmer and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like springtime and summer and I don't know. It just makes me feel hopeful. So uh, okay. What else? Uh, so I I was talking about where I grew. <laughs> this is I'm like going on tangents, my bad. So, I also started this podcast this past year, which is really exciting. I think I actually hit one year. I need to look up exactly what day, but I think this is the first episode I've uploaded since I hit one year of this podcast. So, if you've been with me, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you so much. You are a real one, okay? You are the reason I'm able to, you know, feel like I can keep uploading and people are going to listen. So thank you. Whether it's your first episode or your 10th episode, like, I thank you for listening. I love this platform and it's, I don't have like a big following or anything, but I don't really care. Like, I just, I like being able to come on here and feel like I can talk about whatever I want to and whatever I need to and whatever I feel like. People might need. So, yeah, I just, I like being able to have a voice and use it for the sake of other people. So, I also, in this past year, I learned to love my own presence alone. Like I mentioned before, a lot of people are spending alone time. I've always been a very independent person. I've always been a very To myself, person, I've spent a lot of time alone in the past. But this year especially, I spent a lot of alone time. And, you know, just time with myself. Just sitting in my own presence. And it was really hard and scary at sometimes. But, like, I also am very confident in the fact that I'll be okay, like, on my own. You know? Like, I... I can hang out with myself you know if plans get canceled last minute i can still have a great evening by myself i can still you know vibe and have a great time like i i i honestly i love myself and i love my presence and i'm very comfortable with myself and it's a great feeling to have and i don't know i'm just really grateful for being able to feel like that because i know some people don't they? They aren't comfortable with themselves, and they don't really know who they are. And that's part of it, is people not knowing who they are. And I don't really know who I am either. But that's that's one thing that you kind of have to get comfortable with: is that you're gonna be changing always, no matter what. So, like, yeah, be comfortable with yourself. But like, be comfortable with like your soul, not your ego. Like, you know what I mean? Like, y- you can't be like you got to get uncomfortable like for things to change and for things to you know grow and get better but just you know if someone else is going to you know enjoy their your presence and if you're able to enjoy someone else's presence like you got to be able to enjoy your own first i also in this past year have dedicated so much more time to my career path in general uh, you know, I've spent so much time at Cycle Fit, working on Cycle Fit with the people on, you know, in many different aspects, you know, whether it's teaching, whether it's just dis- just discussing things about, you know, like clientele or marketing or whatever. Like I in the social medias, I'm posting on those, I'm running those. So that's been that's been good. And I've seen I've just, I don't know, I've just seen a lot of change in that aspect. And I'm really happy and excited with where everything is going for me right now. And yeah, I'm just, that's all I really have to say about that. I'm excited. Another thing that happened this past year is, like I said earlier with the friends thing, people either cut people off and found their group of friends or disregarded the pandemic. So what I mean by this is I feel like people either, one, like cut people off that weren't good for them, like found their good people like their close, good tight-knit group of people and that's great. Or I feel like the other people just kind of completely disregarded the pandemic and they just kind of continued with their social life and that really sucks because yeah you're having a great time partying but and like you know passing the vape around hitting everything like you know hanging out with all these random people just partying going from one place to another that's great for you but there's people dying from this disease. And that's, like, you're you're literally one of the people that is not only part of the problem by potentially carrying and spreading it to so many people, but just you being another person to add to the list of not caring... and not, like, just not even trying to to do your part. Like, I, I will never understand that, and I will never, I, I will never understand that. And it kind of breaks my heart, because I've seen some people, you know, like, their own mom could be like, I don't feel comfortable with you going to your friends' houses because we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic, and their kid's just like, Okay, whatever, I'm still going to go. Okay, yeah, you might be fine. You might not be scared of the virus. But if your mom is asking you to not go, don't go. Because you're going to probably get it. You're going to carry it. You're going to give it to her. And then she's going to get sick. And God forbid, she could die. And I know that sounds very like morbid, but it's true. That's what's happened to so many people. So... Even if you don't think it's going to happen to you or your family or your, you know, like your immediate family, your immediate friends, there's, there's a lot of other people out in the world and it doesn't revolve around you. So do your part. Okay. Do your part. It's, it's really not that hard. So. Another thing I noticed with myself and others, like, so many people found their hobbies and their passions, and, yeah, some things for people was, like, a short little, like, fun thing, but, you know, like, I'm trying to think of what mine was. I feel like I got into, what did I do? I got into coloring a lot more, like, which isn't really, like, anything crazy, but, like, you know, I spent a lot of time, like, doing, like, more art stuff, and... I definitely, like, fell off of that a little bit. Like, I have not been doing that nearly as much now. But I know some people who they've created, like, a business out of it. Like, my one friend, she was making candles for fun. And now she sells them and has her own, like, like, supplies. And, like, you know, she's getting orders and blah, blah, blah. My other friend, she was doing, like, at-home crafts and, like, personalized, like, t-shirts and you know like stuff like that and now she has a business I know someone who was doing digital artwork for fun you know and learning about that you know just trying to pass the time and now they're getting paid for it like this the people that found their hobbies and their passions that turned into something bigger they probably wouldn't have found that And if they did, it would have been so much later. Like they probably wouldn't have gotten around to that if COVID hadn't hit and they had to spend all that time alone and they had to spend all that time, you know, just in their house. So many people also, another thing that has happened this past year, so many people have lost so many people. So if you listening have lost someone to covid whether it be you know like they had no pre-existing conditions or they did or you knew them super well or you didn't really know them like i from the bottom of my heart i i'm very sorry for your loss because this this i this could have been prevented and i think that's the hardest part about this whole thing is how bad it got and how many people it affected and how easy it could have been prevented but our president didn't give a fuck about us so look where we are now anyway the black lives matter also movement also got very big and i i'm so happy that People are starting – we still have a lot of work to do. Like, I'm not saying everything's good, but I think something – like, something's coming. Something is starting to click in people's brains. People are starting to open their eyes a little bit and educate themselves a little bit more and use their voice and use their privilege and stand up for people and, you know, like – maybe like like whether it be standing up for friends or maybe you're calling people out like that say stuff that isn't right like there's a lot that this movement has you know like brought to the surface that has been suppressed for so many years and it's like I said it's nowhere near where it should be but we're taking a step in the right direction but we need to keep the momentum going we can't let this die down black lives matter wasn't a hashtag it was not a challenge to instagram for a black square it was not a trend it it is a it is a movement that involves all of our brothers and sisters here in this country and they're on like Black people were the reason we were able to get that fucker out of office. They're the ones that had the votes to let Biden win. Like, that—oh, my God. And they've been—oh, my God. I—no, I need to do a whole episode on this. I'm not even going to get started. Anyway, I—all I have to say about that is I, I'm proud of my generation— If I'm being honest, I'm really proud of Gen Z. And I'm excited to see what everybody's capable of. I I think we're starting to break free from society's norms, society's expectations. And I don't know. I think it's a beautiful thing. Another thing that happened, Biden won. Like I said, he won that 2020 presidential election. Thank goodness. Another thing that happened is so many people lost motivation and yeah like motivation comes and goes but like this was on a deeper level people lost desire people lost drive and you know purpose they they lost their purpose they lost their their spark you know the light isn't really shining in their eyes anymore and it's really heartbreaking to see you know like I mean I know like my personality was definitely stripped from me for a while there and it's hard because when you feel that shitty and that empty inside like you you can't you, you can't function the unknown just really got the best of a lot of us and I'm it's it's completely valid and understandable and I'm I'm one of those people right there with you so if you are one of those people I'm thinking of you. We got this. One day at a time. Seriously, one day at a time. If you try to do any more, if you try to think any further, it you will not be doing yourself any good. One day at a time. So I'm going to start to turn into more of like my personal growth. Yes, I did talk about my personal growth, but not just like what happened in the last year but I learned so much about myself period I learned so much about why I am the way I am a lot of childhood trauma that I tried to press down like resurfaced and that was really really hard to go through and it's still you know hard but I'm doing a lot better but I've just I've gained another perspective on why I am the way I am how every action I do and everything I say and everything, how I think, how I speak, all of it. Like I, I understand why I am the way I am. I understand why I am the friend that I am and just the person I am and the work, like the employee I am, like I understand it. And yeah, the stuff that has happened in my past is really, really shitty (laughs) Really dark, but I'm grateful for the experience because it did teach me so much. And yes, it kind of affected me in some bad ways, but we're learning. We're learning from it. I've learned a lot, and I still have a lot more to learn regarding this specifically, but one day at a time, like I said. I also gained so much confidence and like found my voice. And I know I was talking about that with spin, but like just in general. I found, I found my confidence and I found my, I just, I don't know. I kind of found myself and I was able to cut off who did not deserve me, who did not deserve my time. I cut off who did not serve me. If someone was not bringing anything to the table, time is valuable. If someone was not adding to my time, and like I said, I love being with myself. So if you're not adding to that time, if I am more miserable with you than I am with myself, why would I hang out with you? I'm going to go hang out by myself. And I didn't have the courage to do that before because of a lot of, I mean, one, a lot of manipulation. But two, I just, I had fallen so deeply in this lie basically of you know that I couldn't not be with them and I couldn't not make decisions without them and it wasn't even me making decisions but whatever anyway I I distanced myself and I cut off who does not serve me and I continue to stand by that I have unfortunately had to cut off a few other people um in the past you know few months whatever And it's nothing, like, rude. Like, I don't try to say anything. I just... I disappear. If you show me who you are, I'm... Okay. You do you. But I'm not going to be there anymore. The second you show me your colors, I'm going to have that in the back of my head until the day I die. So, keep that in mind. Because people's true colors... You can't ignore them, especially the first time. Don't ignore them. If I if I didn't freaking ignore them, I would have saved myself from so much trauma. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, what else? I also learned I like to not bouncing off of that. I learned to not rely on others for any of my happiness, any of my well being. I, like I said, I've always been independent, but like, this was like on a completely different level. This was like, like I was okay. I was independent, yet I was like secretly clingy in a way, you know what I mean? Like in my mind, I would be very attached to people. So when they would disappear out of nowhere, I would be lost without them because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to act. I had no idea how to function because I relied on them. Whether they knew it or not, I relied on them for my happiness. And that is not good. That is not a good thing to do in your brain. It is awful. And it's only going to make you more and more sad. But I learned to not do that. And it's easier said than done, believe me. But You gotta just learn to not have expectations with people because the second you start having expectations, especially if you're, like, not voicing them and they're all, like, kind of fantasies in your head, like, that... That is just gonna lead you to so much disappointment and, like, even... Especially if the person doesn't know that you have those in your head, like, that... It's... It gets messy because they don't understand why you're acting this way and it, it, it gets messy. I... isolated myself a lot, like, when I was down this past year, like, and it was easier to do that because I, I mean, one, like, not everybody's seeing each other, but, like, it was... I don't know, it was easy to just kind of, like, disappear in my room and, like, fully isolate, like, and not in, like, a, oh, we have to, like, in a, I want to be isolated type of way. So, that was kind of, like, hard because that, isolating yourself when you feel like that is, yeah, it's what you want to do, but, like, it's not what you need to do. So, that kind of, you know, bit me in the ass, but, like I said, I learned from that. I also formed such closer, deeper, more personal, authentic, genuine relationships with people. Whether it be people I didn't know or people I did know. Maybe it was people I was pretty close with, but like we got even closer. I feel like everybody that's supposed to be in my life is in my life. And I I don't know. Everybody has something to learn from and everybody has someone to learn from in some way or another. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm grateful for the people that are in my life and I feel like I can be myself and I feel happy and I feel, I don't know. Like I feel like I can mess up because there's a difference between showing, you know, true colors that are really bad and messing up. Like there's different, you know what I mean? So, Feeling like I can mess up has been such a weight off my shoulders. You know, the second I cut off who I needed to cut off, um, it really helped me. I mean, it, it gets worse before it gets better, but like it in the long run, it really helped me. I found myself. I found my people. And... I gained so much confidence in the fact that I wouldn't... I knew I would not change my job for anything. Even though it's not that... Like, like it's not something that's, like, extremely reliable in the sense that, like, yeah, if gyms were shut down, boom, like, I'm out of a job. But I still wouldn't change what I do because... I love it so much like yeah it's I don't have the security of like a nine to five like with a 401k and all that type of stuff like I don't I don't care I I love what I do and I would not change that I began my spiritual journey I mentioned that uh well I mean I I I began it a few years ago but like I really like gotta go in this past year I gained plenty new perspective like I mentioned I gained so much insight and just had a lot of experience and knowledge and I talked to so many people I would have probably not talked to and I had conversations that were deeper on a different level I feel like people are able to get real with each other lately and I don't know it's just really beautiful seeing people like starting to understand they don't have to be robots you don't have to be perfect because you're not if you are you're lying you're lying in fact you're probably the least perfect because you're trying to convince everybody that you are and you're probably going to convince that to yourself and then you know that's messy anyway got a lot of experience met a lot of people talked to a lot of people I'm gonna to start to wrap this up, don't worry. But I just wanted to quickly touch on some things that I'm very grateful for. I first off am very, very lucky for my health, my physical health, my mental health. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not amazing, but like it, it could be worse. And my loved ones' health, you know, the people that are in my life, my family and my friends are healthy and they are safe. And I'm grateful for my voice. I'm grateful for my privilege. And I hope that I am able to continue to use it to the best of my ability for, you know, the best reasons. I'm grateful for the roof over my head because so many people lost homes, so many people lost their things and their space. And I'm just very grateful that I'm still able to be sitting here as it's pouring rain, still being dry and warm and having my coffee next to me. Like that, I am grateful for That right there is privilege in its own, like in a different way of what I meant earlier, but i was talking about my white privilege but this is just privilege of straight up like being able to survive in this pandemic and that's i mean it kind of sucks that that's like a privilege but like the amount of people who don't have that right now that who don't have a space of their own like that's i don't know it's it's really awful how many people lost their homes with covid i'm very grateful for the opportunities that i have and uh, last but not least, I'm grateful for myself. It's been rough as hell, as I'm sure everybody has had a different story of this past year. Everybody's had their own experiences. But at the end of the day, I'm so thankful for everybody who's in my life right now because they, they keep me going. Like, they help me when I'm down. But I also know that I, you know, like, I... I got myself through some of the darkest times and nobody knew it because that's just who I am. I don't like to tell people, so like, you know, it's eh. so if I'm telling somebody, that's how you know it's bad. But my point is I I learned a lot about myself and I helped myself tremendously through some very dark 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 times and dark thoughts and dark experiences and I'm just, I'm grateful to be sitting here right now and I'm grateful to still be, you know, alive and breathing and doing what I'm doing. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this. Make sure to follow this podcast and, you know, rate it five stars. You can follow my Instagram. It's chloe.vetter, chloe.v as in violet, E T T E R, same way as it's spelled on this podcast. And you can message me anything you want. You can message me any episode topic ideas, any questions, any thoughts, feedback on this episode, on a topic, you know, et cetera, whatever. Share this with a friend. Share my podcast with a friend. Go check out other episodes if you want to. Get some more information on who I am. And I talked a little bit about a lot of things that I've talked about more about on certain episodes so scroll through see if anything catches your eye and again thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day if not just remember the sun will rise and we will try again see you guys next Friday